the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. AM 560, The Answer. Prepare to have your mind opened. The lies of the mainstream media are about to be exposed, and the hypocrisy of the left is about to be revealed. This is a revolution in how you think about politics, race, and culture. You've tuned into Black and Right with John Anthony on AM 560, The Answer. Well, 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 well. Welcome back to this week's edition of Black and Right on AM560 The Answer. I am your host live in studio, John Anthony. Hey, you know what? I got a, a, a very special guest. I, I'm, you know, he probably won't. We'll get upset with the way I'm going to introduce him. But, you know, when I started doing this show, uh, I drive up to the show um, from my home. Yeah, I know, right? Right, George? <laughs> and, I, and, and I turned on the 560 um, at the, I believe it's the 11 o'clock to the 12 o'clock hour. And one day I'm driving and I'm, I'm hearing this guy say, let the good in and let the bad out. I'm like, oh, I started crying. I mean, I mean, I was bawling right before my show. I'm bawling. And I'm like, I can't, I can't, I can't with this guy. And then the, the next week, the same thing. He was talking about, you know, how you have to make sure not just are you physically okay, but are you mentally okay? And are you spiritually okay? I want to welcome uh, if, if you have nef- if you've never heard him on on the radio, he comes on uh, eleven to twelve Health Quest Radio Hour. Uh, Doctor David Kobaba, Kobaba, right? I yeah, it, you did that. You did that great job. Great, great job. I mean, now, now what? <laughs> you have. I mean, talk, I, I want I want to introduce you. I want yes. I want I want the people to know um, who you are mm-hmm. and why it's important. Um, what you do on the radio with Health Quest Radio and how you try to educate so many people about being healthy as a whole. Amen, amen. And just cut me off whenever you need to. Um, <clears throat> I, I know life through the eyes of being a patient. I remember as a child, we'd go have our vaccinations, remember, the shots. Oh, yeah. Every time, like, like, like a dog going to a vet, right, every butt. time you're going somewhere that had anything to do with a doctor, there was pain involved. Yes. And, and, and there was an authority figure there, too, that was really interesting as well, absolute power. That's what the doctors had over us. And as I you know, reviewed my life experientially when it came to being treated for various things as I grew up, I, it was pretty unpalatable. It all re, you know, represented pain. I'm not saying it's true in the main, uh-huh. but it was true in, in David's life. Right. And so the last thing I wanted to be is a healing practitioner. I mean, I had better plans than that, <laughs> but, but then you know how God works. Can I crack you know, a joke real quick? No, go ahead. I, hey, I, I was asking hey, for hey, one. Hey, what? Go hey, ahead. Is it a knock knock? Or... It is. It is. Okay. Well, we can tell by the shirt what type of plans you had, right, okay. George? All right. <laughs> go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> what? George caught, cracked a joke on you when you walked in about the shirt. Yeah, you're right. I just mean it. I'm sorry. We have um, a history of cracking jokes. There you go, George. <laughs> go ahead. I'm sorry. No, so, so it, it, when we think about health, so many times it is related to something we call pain, destruction, death, a, a, and so on. And I, I guess, bottom line, I was influenced by some of the, I'm dating myself here, but I remember uh, shows like Dr. Kildare, Ben Casey, uh, uh, um, 
the guy that played in Father Knows Best, Dr. Welby, that's what it was. And, oh, you know, it was long before TV was, anyhow, I got the impression by watching that TV that you could be, you could have an experience that went beyond the experience that I had going to the doctors. Um, And so one thing led to another, I'll cut through that, and I started studying this thing called medicine. But then again, the medicine, the way we treat people here, at least I learned in this country, wasn't as palatable either because right. I under, came to understand that a lot of what we did in the palliative care that we rendered here actually harmed people. Wow. And so I was affected by the thought that am I going to be a part of that perpetual uh, you know, force that's going to hurt people when I help them? Right. And then, I don't, I don't know how much you want to hear, but no, it, no, it, go ahead, go ahead. eventually... Uh, what seemed to be attractive to me was not to get sick. Mm-hmm. It seems what was most attractive was not to be affected by my genetics that I was told by, uh, you know, people like Walter Cronkite <laughs> that uh, somehow I was carrying bad genes in my genes. And so, therefore, it was only a matter of time before whatever was in my upline right. was going to land on me. And hence the reason why most doctors, you go in and they say, well, you know, who's had uh, cancer, who's had lung cancer, exactly. heart disease, and all that type of thing. Right? And the fact is, though, John, here's the thing. And this is what, what's so refreshing about your show, because I'd listen to it, oh, thank you know, j- just because it, there's, you breathe fresh air in a topic that has stench mm. that, in, in, in misinformation in wow. it that, that isn't palatable and to bring a fresh air to it. And so for me, in my own way, I was thinking, how can we bring some freshness to this thing called healthcare? Wow. as far as what I had to do with it? So I, 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 I created a template in my mind and said, if I'm going to do something in health, what could I do that I could help the people that I love the most, my family and friends? So I'm not thinking if I'm going to be a surgeon that I want to be doing surgery on my uncle. I'd rather have had right. him prevent the surgery if that was at all possible. Yes. But, you know, relief is just a swallow away. You look at the commercials on TV even now, as repulsive as to me they are. It's really about drinking the Kool-Aid. It's about mm. getting everybody into medication. I remember President Obama was talking in an in a, um, uh, interview, one of those, uh, what do they call those, open air with the neighbors? Oh, the uh, town hall? Oh, the um, town home. Yeah, the, town, town, town and, and, and the lady represented a mother who was in her 90s and said, well, in cases like my mother, what can we do? And, and President Obama basically told her, well, in cases like that, we probably wouldn't do, we, we probably would give her, uh, we probably would give her the pharmaceuticals to keep her comfortable. Mm. And I'm thinking, not my mother. Yeah. It ended up that that woman ended up taking her mother in for surgery, paid for it, and her mother is still living. Oh, wow. And, and she, because she said that my mom has this zest for living. Yeah. And so here's my deal. I'm thinking if we could get healthier, would we not carry that same enthusiasm in life rather than be so down in the dumps and so, how do you say, open yeah. to negative suggestion? Yeah. If we were healthier, would we be better off? If we were healthier, would we live longer? If we were healthier, would we be a better expression of our genetic potential? And you know what mm. science is telling us, John, that's really weird? We are not trapped by our genetics. New gene research, and more and more is coming every day, that's basically saying that you can provide your genetic replicative process. You can give it a positive twist and bring out genetic inheritance that's in your upline. Right. That's a strong trait, and th- that's what got me started. So wow. bottom line, I'm trying to be the doctor that I <laughs> never had. Yeah. So, so you know, I, I, I look at what's happening uh, with COVID-19, and I'm looking at uh, people that look like me in the black community, and you're looking at how, 
you know, they're, they're right now in, in a lot of the urban settings and areas, they are being more affected by it. And when you look at, 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 at why, one of the reasons why, I had my uncle who's also a doctor on the show uh, a couple of weeks ago, um, nephrologist, is that what it mm-hmm. is? The yes, study of kidney kidneys. stuff, yeah. And he talked about a lot about how, how because we suffer from so many of these ailments, but, but when you look at it, and, and that's one of the reasons, the underlying conditions of, of, the, of black people that are dying in, our, in, in these communities is they have these, is it called morbidities? Is that what it's Morbidity. called? Morbidity. Right. We, we just call those factors. Okay, factors. Okay. How, w- what could you say to somebody in that community? How can they um, prevent, get to the point where they can prevent, no matter how old they are, no matter what they're right. going through, how can, you, how can what you do, Dr. David, I'm going to call you that. Yeah. That's my nickname no, no, for you, go, Dr. David. Go. How what how can what you do help in those communities? Well, the, what I see with my eyes, and I say this on a radio show with some frequency, it seems to be that we've all accepted the fact that as we get older, we get sicker. Yeah. So you get older, you're going to get sicker. You're going to get older, you're going to get But my eyes see that. The statistics would bear that out. But I do not agree that that has to be. Right. But I believe that's what I see. So you say, well, how is it that as we get older, we get sicker? It's because of what we've done earlier mm. that makes us vulnerable. So when you say those comorbidities, yes. those factors, factors, those whatever, those, those uh, different variables are what weigh heavy on our ability to carry higher health as we age. So getting back to your question, guess what? The difference between the people, I'm saying the stereotype person Correct. who lives, let's say, in the inner city, we'll call it, mm-hmm. versus Montana. Yeah. Let's, let's create the extreme. Yeah. People in Montana, they have more room. Yes. The people who are living in the inner city tend to be people who have close proximity before COVID showed wow. up. So that's one, that is one factor that I think plays into the mix is when you have people cohabiting together in a limited space. And for some people in the inner city, and God bless them, they're not represented by mainstream America because I, I'm sorry, no, you're but, right. but they're not properly represented um, in ways that I would love to see not a communistic socialistic approach where everybody has the same, but we could help differentiate them between what limits their health, not just with COVID, but <clears throat> all of these other, these cofactors that we're now talking about with let's say high blood pressure and, and, and the black community and there are other conditions that are associated with, uh, I would say, genetics if you are not living or getting access to higher quality nutrition yeah, in the yeah. form of meals every day. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Wow. There you have it. The guest host for today, Dr. David. That's his nickname. I give everybody a nickname. so That's fine. That's a, that's a good one. <laughs> Dr. Actually. David. So, you know, when, when we come back, I, I want to talk about the politics of health. I think sometimes we we really don't really talk about what's really happening in the politics of health. And I think you hit it head on head on previously. We'll be right back. Listen to Black and Right. Black and Right continues on AM560. Once again, here's John Anthony. Welcome back. Black and Right. On AM560 The Answer, I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio with my guest co-host, who's also today live in studio with me, Dr. David. Dr. David, welcome to Black and Right. Hey, thanks for having me, John. I appreciate it. Uh, no, hey, did you know that today is, uh, uh, today is we're celebrating um, 
the, uh, long day. Yes, I, I, I listen long- to your show. <laughs> of course, I know. I listened to your show today about what today was, and and I, I was fascinated <clears throat> to learn about. Briefly, talk about that. Well, the but, importance but, of the long. Well, we, yeah. But when we think about the COVID, a lot of people think I don't want to get the virus, but it's what the virus does to the lung that causes the lung to try to attack it, and then in the attack, then we get that congestion in the lungs that people die. So I want to make it really clear, number one, viruses are not alive. So when you hear all the pundits out there, including some of the doctors out there that you're seeing on the TV newscast and, the, and these uh, news conferences, they're using the word kill. You cannot kill a virus. <clears throat> Viruses are uh, what they call technically biologic entities. That means they need a living cell, kind of like a vampire needs to, you know, right. get, it needs a living cell to jump and then to overtake. And then once the cell is dead after it's been killed, then the virus takes off and lands on another cell. And then that replicative process is what we call the spreading of the virus. But here's the deal. COVID's not killing anybody. Mm. It's the response that the body's having to the virus with this respiratory disorder that's caused by the fighters inside the, the lung, the mucus cells that surround the virus. And then what happens is the lung becomes too filled with this mucus and then the patient's less able to breathe, goes into a distress, and then that's where we're seeing the failure. So it really isn't the virus as much as sounds it's like the HIV. condition. Yeah, it, it, yeah, exactly. It sounds similar, similar to that because most people don't die from, from the HIV. They die from the complications exactly. brought on by it, correct? Exactly. And many diseases are like that, including diabetes and, and so on. You, right. know, you don't die of diabetes per se. And, and speaking of doctors, you know, I, I, so my wife, posted this video of did you see it uh plandemic so I, I looked for it i could not find it i, I wanted it. to play some audio on it and i just could not find it it's like it's it's they they pretty much almost deleted it from the internet mm-hmm. i looked for it i just i just couldn't find it and you look at what's happening with 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 the covid and the doctors mm-hmm. anybody that uh that, that that prescribes to a holistic approach they're being shunned i mean i think about dr shiva I don't know your opinions about mm-hmm. him, but Dr. Shiva, right I think about uh, even even the, the emergency room doctors, Dr. Right. Erickson, and, right. and how they were immediately shunned. Right. What is the politics of that? Why, yeah. why, why, why do they do that? And why is it important to people that are listening? I hate this subject. Yeah. It's a subject that shouldn't have to be uh, talked about. And I try not to spend any time on it on my show. Uh-huh. Um, I try to have it be a more uplifting show. But the fact is, with what the fact is, and yeah. your show is more related to, you know, getting the getting the word out. Mm-hmm. The World Health Organization, as well as the CDC, the worth the the World Health Organization itself has very close ties to China. Yes. When you compare the difference between what they pay uh, to be in the world health community, China pays, from what I understand, about forty to forty five million. We're paying over five hundred million just to be in the same the same club with them. And you know that what happened is China allowed. Uh, transportation to occur outside from inside to outside to other countries and for a period of months held that information from the rest of the world for obvious reasons. It was Dr. Uh, Deborah Burks yes. two weeks ago that even said for herself that she does not trust the numbers that are coming out of the CDC. And then you look at obviously big pharma and you look at the, the amount of money that's produced Drugstores continue to go up everywhere before uh, COVID, and you see this this ebb and flow, this dynamic thing that occurs. And then these two doctors from Bakersfield, yes. California, we had Dr. Uh, 
um, Dr. Corey and Dr. Merrick on our show, Pierre Corey and Paul Merrick on our show. Paul Merrick, Dr. Paul Merrick, is the leading crisis care physician in the United States. Both of them, as well as other doctors, are talking about other therapies that are just as effective or more for treating the real cause, not the virus again, like we said before. But then at the same time, being able to not have the deaths or the complications occur because of the use of respirators. And as I know you know, because you heard the show, seven and eight out of 10 people who are put on a respirator, a.k.a. intubated, um, die and are permanently affected. And as time goes on now, we're finding that the virus doesn't only affect the lung, but if we don't handle it at the lung, it goes to other tissues, including wow. the brain, with permanent damage. So I'm really basically saying that there is a politic. It's too bad that science has turned into political science. Because there's big money, right? It's money-driven, and it's power-driven. And yeah. you know there's a relationship between Zuckerberg mm-hmm. and Gates. And Zuckerberg himself made a statement, a formal statement, a couple of weeks ago, saying that anything that is published or put on Facebook doesn't fit consistent with what the World Health Organization states, it would be pulled. And that's what they're doing. And, and, and I, I'm in Facebook jail because of it. I posted there something and somebody reported it. So now I'm in Facebook jail. I mean, they have every right to do what they want to do. It's a, it's a private company. You know, right. they, they want to, I, I go to MeWe. I just, <laughs> that's exactly what I was going to tell I you. I went over to MeWe. Right. You know, and, and I started posting there. And you don't have that issue. You don't have that problem. You know? The sadness that I have, though, is all based on truth. And you know the biblical phrase reference is, the truth can set us free. And the idea is being free. And so many of us who have followed the rules, yeah. the edicts, mm-hmm. are not free. Correct. And I think we're starting to get a healthy amount of resistance against that. Because who among us really want to be on a medication that has many, many side effects? And one of the things I say on my show too, John, uh-huh. there isn't a drug out there, the best of drugs. There isn't one pharmaceutical drug that's out there that hasn't that doesn't have to be administered to you in an overdose to have it work. Because if you take an underdose of a particular drug or medication, your body will destroy it. So what we've learned is when we dose it, to dose it a little higher than your body's able to get rid of it, and then it gets to its therapeutic end. But Mm. So just remember that that everything, even the -the over-the-counter remedies, are destroyed by the body because even the body recognizes these medications as being foreign, toxic and poisonous. I'm not saying don't use an antibiotic, but right now babies that are given penicillin at birth are given what was otherwise known as an adult dose back in 1949. So these bugs replicate faster than we generate humans on the planet. And that's the scary converging lines that are coming. You know, I'll never forget when I was um, in the General Assembly, uh, House Bill 1, it was the heroin uh, reform bill. And I never met anybody in the pharmaceutical industry and when when we did that oh my goodness because of the because we were changing a lot when it came to the 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 doctor's ability to prescribe medications Mm -hmm. um and i I ran up against the pharmaceutical community because i was the i was the chief republican sponsor on that bill and they were like uh wait a minute hold on and uh representative lou lang who was the chief sponsor of the bill he pulled me into the office he says hey look Mm -hmm. You're gonna what's you, be prepared for what's gonna happen. They're gonna come after you. They're gonna try to get you to change your mind. They're gonna try to get you to change your opinion. But I knew, being a cop, that the bill was important because so many people were dying from heroin. So many people were dying right. from from all these prescription medications. Right. So I figured, how do 
okay, I, I said, Lou Lang, I'm in. I'm 100% in. Right. And so I, I, I definitely get what and know and understand what you're trying to say about when it comes to Big Pharma. And, and I think that's why, that's one of the reasons why I, I, I love listening to your show mm-hmm. is because, first of all, I got to make sure that I get healthy. <laughs> well, I hear, I hear you know, you. my wife, because, I mean, she, she's, my wife, Deborah, she beats me all the time. You got to get healthy. My kids tell me, you got to get healthy. I almost, I bloomed up to almost 300 pounds mm. a couple of years ago. Hmm. I'm back down to two of them. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 200 and some. 200 and some. But, but I definitely got to get healthy. And my wife, my wife, she tells me all the time. So uh, I definitely understand. I definitely get it. And I, 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 just, I just don't get, um, because I saw as soon as pandemic came out, as soon as uh, Dr. Shiva started coming, so many of the, the politicians, and I call it the crowd that is the, the, the social media crowd that pounces on right. people when they don't want a message out. That's what bothers me. That's what gets me up, upset is that, you know, you're the only one that can have an opinion. And even if my opinion runs contrary to yours, you're wrong, right? Right. And my, my, I like the way you said that you're wrong, right? I think if we could just, you know, reason together and say, what can we to help benefit our patients in a practical usage yes. of drugs? This this whole problem with opiates in our country isn't because of the corner street drug Correct. pusher. It's from doctors and pharmacists who overprescribe because, and I feel for, feel for them too, because they're being crippled by the insurance industry. Yeah. And, and I should always say, some of the biggest dope pushers and dope dealers are not on the streets of Chicago, not on the streets of Philadelphia. They sit in these power, these powerful offices. Those are some of the biggest pushers of drugs, in my opinion. <laughs> That's right, my opinion. <laughs> Doctor, thank you so much for joining me today. This is, this has really been a very interesting, interesting conversation. Um, but you know, I, I want to talk about next the hydro, is, is hydrochloroquine, yes. zinc, mm-hmm. um, a, a lot of the things that they're saying. Doesn't work with, with, with Vemadir, whatever it is. I yeah. can't. I'm not going to. I'm going to butcher it. Hey, you listening to Black and Right. We'll be right back. It's the show the mainstream media doesn't want you to know about. It's Black and Right with John Anthony on AM 560. The answer. I want that to drop, George. I know. I, you keep God. saying that. I know. Come on. Can, we, can, can you fix this so it can drop? No. Come on, no, George. Because now I know you want it. You'll never get it. Ah, oh, you guys hear that? Hey, welcome back to Black and Right on AM560 Answer. I'm your host. You are oppressed. John Anthony. <laughs> I can't stand you, tough daddy. Joining me today, live in studio, is my guest co-host, Dr. David. Uh, Dr. David is somebody that I've been listening to now, um, I believe it's been since August, August, September, August, September of last year. And it's just somebody that I've really, that's been, been helping me understand health. So welcome back to Black and Right. Oh, yes, right. He's on Health Point Radio. You go ahead. Give yourself a plug. Give yourself a plug. Uh, Health Quest Radio on, uh, at 11 o'clock. We've been on uh, 35 years now. 35 years. So you've been through some radio. Oh, yeah. We've been, uh, we've been around the block. <laughs> <laughs> Guys. It's a lot of fun. It, 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 it's been fun in here. And, and I, I love Health Quest Radio. And I, lo- I love what you do as far as... Now, what I want to talk about next is, mm-hmm. you know... The that that holistic. I think what you provide is a holistic. Tell me if I'm wrong. You, I mean, you'll correct me anyway. But uh, I think it's a it's a very holistic approach to health, and and it's 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 a preventative method, so that you don't find yourself thirty years down the line with a lot of these comorbidities, right? Perfect. Um, if we just launch that word holistic, and just say, let's just keep our hands off of things. Mm-hmm. And let's just study how the body is 
uh, formed. And what was the master creator thinking when he put this body together? And I do once in a while say things like the body never makes a mistake. Mm-hmm. But we keep telling our patients in this country, it's your body making the mistake. So you have bad genetics, you've got bad allergies, and then you've, you've, you've got a bad heart that's attacking you. And we make our patients feel as if we're doing everything wrong. And we are doing a lot wrong but it may not be the body that's acting up. Maybe it's the body, again, that's responding to mm. a poor lifestyle. So I'm all about going back in time a little bit to go forward and say, well, what was my body meant to do? So when I think about the word holistic saying, I'm trying to think of everything at one time and say, what was my body meant to do? My body was meant to walk and move a certain amount. Correct. My body was made to be able to digest a certain amount of food per day mm-hmm. and decision-making a certain amount of my day and and in a procreate a certain amount. But if you look at what's happened to us when we've decided to park our bodies and land on our butt, overeat beyond what we could ever utilize in our body, now what's happened is all of the diseases we had are all in the upswing. Diseases that only landed on adults are now an, are landing on younger adults. Mm. Right now, our we've got a, a the very terrible infertility problem in our 20 and 30 year olds when yes. they should be at their peak. Yes. We have women going through menopause at a younger age than they should be going instead of going through adolescence at 13, 14, 15, 16, and 17, the average age is eight years old. Yes. Yes. I, I, so, I mean, that's the indicator that says we're not living in a holistic way. We're now presenting our body with an environment that it can't handle correctly. Correct. Wow. Now, and you also talk about a lot on your show uh, about some tests that you like people to take to, to determine. What does that test determine? There's different tests. We have a, a test in our office, John, that can test uh, how old you are based on how long you've been on the planet versus how old are you based on the way you've treated your oh. body. So that we want those two numbers to parallel each other, right? I did a show called uh, Grandma's Car or Taxi Cab. So let's say the car came off the showroom floor, taxi cab service bought one of them, an identical car was bought by grandma. They've both been used a year. Which one would you rather have, the one that was owned by the cab service or grandma's car? Well, we say we'd rather have grandma's Grandma's. car. They're both the same age, but one was run into the ground. Yeah. And we have another test uh, that we do um, that we can test how old your cells are living in the body. So if they're dying sooner, we would want to know that. But the whole point of all the different testing we do Free radical, we do uh-huh. free radical testing. All we, we do more tests than you can imagine, but the purpose of every one of these tests coupled together is to do the first one and to see how badly you're managing your body. Okay, so we know well, in most cases... Why pointing at me, no, though? Well, because you're the one in the room here. No. <laughs> I do a lot of pointing. My mom said... Okay, anyhow, we, uh, the whole... Guilty. But, but the whole point, talking about point, is if you could imagine, can you imagine how well or how good you'd feel in a month or two after receiving a first test that you flunked, John, and then the second test you didn't flunk, whatever it is you did for those two months, that would Mm. be, that would be the fuel you would use. So, so, so how does, how does, how does someone go about taking this test? Because I'm, I'm, my my wife and I, we've already talked about, we're going to, we're going to come in, we're going to travel into this, into your place and take the test because we want to figure this out. So how can somebody find that test? Well, how did he take that test? By calling our HealthQuest radio hotline, 800-794-1855. And we should give that number later again, remind me. But what they can do is call and then 
tell me what's on your mind where you think your weaknesses are and how we need, how you would, like some people think they just need to lose a couple pounds, but you can't believe that if you lost the pounds, you would actually improve your heart. Or if you improve your heart, you could actually lose your weight. Sometimes people don't realize these all are interrelating. Yeah. So I might want to call and, and, and we'll set you up, but maybe asking the right questions okay. first would be the first thing to do. Wow. I'm taking that test. Health Quest Radio. Hey, I'm definitely well, taking you know that test. We'll have you take it and then we'll come back later and show the difference. Let's eh? do it. We'll and, leverage and, you. And you know what? I'll have you back on the show to, to give the results of that yes. test. How about that? We'll tattle. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, coming up next, we're going to be talking to the Edgar County Watchdogs. They have an update to the Darren Bailey case the court case that happened the other day. You listen to the Black and White on AM 560 Be right back. And now, more Black and White with John Anthony on AM 560 The Answer. Now, this one hooks. Come on, George. Oh, God, I do not. I do not. I do not. Welcome back. The Black and Right on AM five sixty. The answer. I am your host, George. You're being up. You you you're being you're being weak today. Come I'm, on. I'm being myself. No, not today. Normally you, you let mean? that. Normally you will let stuff play. You. Oh no, I'm I'm doing it to troll you. I know. <laughs> that's not weak. Oh, George, I miss you. You know I miss you. You know I miss you when you're not here, right? Yeah, I know. That's why I try to stay away. <laughs> Hey guys, I'm John Anthony, live in studio with my guest co-host, Dr. David Kobaba uh, from HealthQuest Radio. Uh, it comes on every Saturday, 11 to 12. Please tune in. It's a great show. If you, you know, you're going through some things, I mean, I literally cried all my way, all, all the way here from my home to the studio one day uh, because of a, a topic we're going to get in a little later in the show. Uh, but joining me now is you guys, um, is my good friend, the Edgar County Watchdogs, Kirk Allen, uh, I don't know if Kirk, I don't know if John's crafts on with us or, or not. No, it's just me right now. Okay, now we're gonna get right into it because you know because you know time is of the essence. But please, you have an update about the Darren Bailey case that I think is going to be uh, interesting for people who are listening. Am I right or wrong? Oh, uh, we th- what's coming is unbelievable. Oh, you said what's coming. So what's what what has what has occurred and what's coming? Please do tell. Well, during this court hearing, the attorney general representing the governor made special note of the ruling out of Peoria to change the venue of that case. And he made a a huge deal out of Darren Bailey's attorney not making any reference in his response on this change of venue in the Clay County case. Well, it's pretty ironic. The, The governor's attorney made no reference to the attorney general opinion that said he can't do what he's doing. Wow. So his own office ignored guidance from within the office. So in a nutshell, what the judge did, and I will paraphrase, he basically pointed to, you didn't like the response you got the first time. You ran to the appellate court. The plaintiff bellied up and agreed to to withdraw. And then you still ran to the Supreme Court. In other cases, you're taken to the federal court. If you didn't know better, it sounds like you're judge shopping. And he said, I'm not accusing Uh-oh. you of anything, but, when it, but he said, but when it walks like a duck and quacks like a duck, <laughs> enough said, motion denied. Wow. So the judge, the judge wasn't very happy at all. But what is coming, and we can't disclose the actual document, it will That's be fine. in a filing Monday, are two documents that came directly from top authorities in this state, 
and how the attorney general and the governor have not complied with that is beyond my comprehension. Wow. Do, do, do you think they, they, they have that information? Do you believe that they know that information is out there and then yet they, they just went and re- just pretty much run roughshod over us in our rights? You think that's what happened? Well, I'll tell you what. If they're not aware of the information that we have and that Mr. DeVore has, then they are completely incompetent. Wow. If they are aware of it, then I would question their ethical conduct. If they are giving advice that's contrary to what these documents are going to expose Monday, uh-huh. I think they've got a huge problem, and I think the judge is going to hand it to them on Friday when they have the final hearing on summary judgment. Now, 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 with with the update with, with Darren Bailey, um, Bailey's case now involves all of Illinois, not just Darren Bailey, correct? My understanding with these three counts, yes. When when they rule on the summary judgment, it's basically going to nullify these executive orders because they are absolutely unconstitutional. Right. Now, if, you, if you're just joining us, oh, Dr. David Kobaba is the man. If you're just joining us, we're talking with the Echo County Watchdogs about the Darren Bailey filed a case uh, in Clay County, and um, the, he, he got a, a, a good judgment from the judge. So the Pritzker administration tried to fight him. They went around looking for... Um, judges to change it, to change venue. And even they even reached out to the Illinois Supreme Court, and the Illinois, Illinois Supreme Court said, uh, no. And what happened after that is what um, Kirk Allen is telling us now. I, this is going to be, I think, Friday is going to be something else. Because when you look at what happened in Wisconsin, when the Wisconsin Supreme Court ruled, it opened up Wisconsin, all of Wisconsin. And I think that's what's going to happen here, which rightfully should happen because when you because what happened is the the governor of our state said your rights mean nothing to 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 to, to us to me and i'm gonna run i'm gonna do whatever i want to do against your rights and 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 um kirk i really appreciate what you and john and and tom devore attorney tom devore what you guys have been able to do you guys have been amazing in your work so i want i wanted to, to to really thank you man I appreciate that very much. And I, I don't know if you saw today's article, but when you talk about people's rights, how ironic that there's medical direction for fitness centers in hotels, but your private fitness centers aren't allowed to be open. Wow. Why can't private fitness centers use the same medical direction that yep. the hotels get to use? Yep. And we have confirmed Hyatt Hotels have open fitness centers. Uh-oh. Who owns Hyatt Hotels? Oh, um, oh. I believe that's the governor. Oh my God! That's are we getting in trouble on this show? I mean, I, I do, I do believe it's time we get our state back. It really is. It's the, the time is now. Absolutely. When you have you been paying attention to the reopen Illinois um, that's occurring down in Springfield and the Thompson Center? Yeah, I understand they had a big rally there today. Oh my God! They had about they had over over a thousand in Springfield, maybe close to that in Chicago, and. That's what we need. We need people to continue to fight back and push back. And, and Kirk Allen from the Edgar County Watchdogs, thanks so much for joining Black and Right. You guys are the best. Um, when this happens Friday, come next week. I w- if there's another update, you got to come back on and give us that update, all right? Absolutely. We'll be there to report on it. Kirk Allen, Edgar County Watchdogs, thanks so much for joining Black and Right. Hey, if you're watching this live stream, please share it. You can follow me on Facebook and Twitter at J. Anthony Speaks. Please do so. Dr. Kobaba, you are the man. You're listening to Black and Right. Get up, get up.
This is Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. Get up, get on up. Welcome back to Black and Right with John Anthony and my guest co-host live in studio, Dr. David Kobaba from HealthQuest Radio. Heard, heard, heard every Saturday, 11 to 12. George, you're fired. <laughs> you wish. So, so I, I, I always like to leave my last segments, you know, in a little, little light. So yeah, you know. I think you could have said furloughed. That would have been a little better. He's fired. Wait, play that. Wait, wait. You got the Donald Donald Trump clip. You're fired. What? You, you want me to now fire do things yourself. for you? Come on, fire yourself. It's not up on my board. Oh, as if it's supposed to be up on my board. Oh, you have it everywhere. I have your board up. Oh, in okay. case you needed to play something and you weren't able to play it. Oh, man, you but know since what? Now that you're not able to play it, and I've been able to buy enough time. You're fired. You know what? This is sounding like a uh, Liberty Hour show right now. No, no, you don't want that. <laughs> With you and Sean, you don't want that. So, so uh, Dr. Kobaba, you know, I was watching. Uh, I was on uh, social media. I don't know if I played this this clip yet, George. I don't know. Uh, but you remember the, the show Seinfeld, right? Y- yes. So, do you remember the ribbon episode? Go ahead. Okay. Just don't wear the ribbon. Who do you think you are? Put the ribbon on. Hey, Cedric, Bob, this guy won't wear a ribbon. Who? <laughs> Who doesn't want to wear the ribbon? <laughs> so, what's it going to be? Are you going to wear the ribbon? No. Oh, never. But I'm wearing the ribbon. He's wearing the ribbon. We are all wearing the ribbon. So why aren't you going to wear the ribbon? This is America. I don't have to wear anything I don't want to wear. It, 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 are we facing that today with the whole mask? You know, should you you should wear a mask? You shouldn't wear a mask. I, I, I'm confused about the whole mask situation. We got enough time. And, and you really should be and could be as an average intelligent uh, adult, because even uh, Dr. Fauci uh, was quoted just what a few weeks back that uh, wearing the mask does no good. And then, obviously, since then. And so I think that that whiplash that's going on from people who are supposed to be those in authority over the rest of us when it comes to, in this case, medical care, maybe not the the economy, but how to manage through this, um, that inconsistency causes a person of average intelligence uh, to uh, to be confused. Yeah. And, and, uh, and, and I think it's really good, as, again, as I'm talking about something that's not quite so sexy and dramatic. Right. If you get healthy, you'll be able to navigate those mm. waters. I think you could make determinations for yourself and for your family and do it with total respect for those who govern over us and still legitimately lead your family. So I, I've gone into the stores without a mask, and I get the <laughs> one day I say, hey, how you doing? But, but what I do is if I see somebody with a mask, if, I, if, if I'm walking down an aisle, I'll stop. Because I don't want them to feel that, you know, uncomfortable, the six foot, the six, what are all these words? Did they have these words ready? Social distancing? Yes. You know? Was this ready and prepared? I, that's what I feel like in, in, in some regards. But I, 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 I'm, I'm very aware when I go into stores, not getting into people's space. You know, I don't look at them. I mean, it's, it's, it's just, it's, it's mind boggling. Yeah. What that is, John, that's respect. Yeah. And I don't think, and I think we'll get into it a little bit later. I think it's about respect. It's using judgment. And I think the powers that be, if they would have a, a bit more respect for the general public, thinking that the general public are caring people yeah. and that we can make those decisions, as you do when you yes. go into a store, to, uh, to give way 
to others who are or who may not be wearing a mask. Right. And I don't I don't mean to say that this is all Democrats, but that's one of the reasons why I left the Democrat Party, because I'm not smart enough. I'm not intelligent enough to make decisions on my own to take care of myself and those who are under my care. Mm -hmm. You know, government should be the end all be all. That's why I left the party. And (laughs) yeah, Um, Dr. Cobalt, that's the first hour. We we got we got hour one down. Oh, gone. <laughs> I, I'm really excited about listening to your let the good in, let the bad out yeah. and, and how you came up with that, because, I mean, it really pierced my heart. It really pierced my soul. We're going to be talking to a business owner coming up in the next hour. Hey, you listening to Black and White on AM560, The Answer. Keep it locked right here. Hour two coming up next. To have your mind opened. The lies of the mainstream media are about to be exposed, and the hypocrisy of the left is about to be revealed. This is a revolution in how you think about politics, race, and culture. You've tuned into Black and Right with John Anthony on AM 560, The Answer. Welcome back to Hour 2 of Black and Right on AM 560, The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio. With I, 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 he's becoming a fast favorite. One of my guest co-hosts, <laughs> Dr. David Kobaba. Hey, thanks for having me to be here today with you, John. Appreciate I, it. I really appreciate it. I mean, he's he, so George said I needed to explain why I said Dr. Kobaba is the man. <laughs> so he, he he gave me a little note, you know, to to make to to clarify some things and and to make to give me a point. And I was like, yes, that's part. That's awesome. So I really appreciate it. George. Yeah. Did I do that? Is that okay? Probably not. Oh God. Okay. He's trolling me hard today. <laughs> um, but, you know, um, I think that last hour, what I wanted to do was build a foundation of what was happening, what's actually happening out there in the world from a scientific, because all I keep hearing is people say, you know, follow the science, follow the science. It's amazing how they follow the science on certain things, and there are other things they don't want to follow the science on. That's a problem to me. So this second hour, I want to deal more with what's actually happening to, to a person and when I first heard Dr. Kobaba, when I first heard you say, let the good in, let the bad out, I, was in a, I wasn't in a good place that day that I heard that, that, that show, um, coming to the show. And when I heard it, it was like a release. What is it about having mental clarity that also helps your physical body from, from being inundated with all these diseases and stuff like that? Well, if I might digress a little bit and say, go back in time and just say, what is our body designed to experience on the planet and keep it, keep it all balanced for a while. Uh-huh. Um, and then how we can get to that point um, of rebalancing on a day-to-day basis. Um, if you look at the predators out there versus prey, they're very closely matched to each other. It's not every time that a eagle comes down to snatch its prey, does it get its prey? Matter of fact, uh, entities like National Geographic talk about the possibilities or the potential, and X amount of misses before the predator gets its prey. So the prey is a little faster most of the time. Yeah. So they're very closely associated with each other, right? Uh-huh. What's happening with the overuse of medication, antibiotics, even antivirals, is that these bugs are replicating faster. So they're getting ahead of us now. Mm. And so th- it's the spread between how virulent they are becoming versus how more susceptible or vulnerable we're, be- we're, we're becoming 
because of our lifestyle. Okay. Okay, so with that in mind, you'd say, well, there should be a balance. So I came up with this thing, <laughs> as superciliously simple as it sounds, where I got that, I got that, mm-hmm. I got that. No, I, I, I got that. It's not easy. So when I say to you, you know... You need to you need to sleep eight hours. I, I know I know I need to sleep eight mm-hmm. hours. I, I know you need to drink more water. Oh, I, I know I know. So here here are the four. Let the good in, let the bad out. Keep the good in, keep uh, the bad out. Now here's the deal. You can score yourself at home as I say this. Zero to five. Five is you're not perfect, but I really am really good at keeping the good in. You say, well, what is keeping or what is let the good in? What does that stand for? It's being open for goodness. Mm. Most of us, when we listen to the news, we're open for the badness of Correct. it. And I'm saying, well, what about being open for the good? And then you'd say zero to five, how am I at letting the good in, whatever that might be? Or do I block the good? And this started with a story that came out of the book in Ecclesiastes where Solomon, at the end of his life, kind of made this little perusal of his life and, and kind of reround the tape a little bit and summarized his life to himself as he was getting way, way up in age. And one of the statements that he made in that book landed on me so hard, and it led to me making this exercise, let the good in, let the bad out, keep the good in, keep the bad out. Wow. Now, now, you could switch those words out right. for let the healthy in, let the unhealthy out. You could do that, too. But anyhow, at the end of his life, he said, I did this, I did this, I did this, and I did this, I accomplished this. And remember, King Solomon was mo- the mo- most beloved king of all. That's why so many Hollywood movies have been made on the yeah. guy. Okay, at the end of this little thing, this narrative, he says this. Hmm, as I realize now, I, never, I didn't keep one good thing from me. So when he said that oh. about himself, I kept no good thing from me. I'm thinking for me, David... How many times in a day do I keep good things from me? And that led wow. me into asking the first of the four questions uh, to say, get better at letting the good in. And then let the mm. bad out means forgiveness. It's being able to let go of things. And the fourth is keeping then, you know, let the good in, let the bad out. Then the third one is keeping the good, goodness in. How do we keep that in so it doesn't leak out? Because it's hard. Out? It's well, hard. It, all, fourth, yeah. all, all these four options are, and then the other one, they're all difficult. And the, and the last one is keep the bad out. That might be similar to saying, when do I shut the TV off? Mm. You know, when do I shut my brain off? And, and if you incorporate these four variables, let the good in, let the bad out, keep the good in, keep the bad out. If you do a, an assessment right away, you know, beginning, hey, how, how good am I at letting the good in? Um, the letting the good in has all about taking a compliment. Have you ever paid someone a compliment? Hey, so and so, you you did really well on that on that so and so you did. Oh, go on, it was not that good. Yeah. Like people oh, yeah. can't take. Oh, you can't take a compliment. Yeah, yeah. But and, and being able, better able to say, let the good in means you're going to have a better life. And you speak that goodness to every one of your living cells. People don't realize studies have been done on cellular communication mm-hmm. that when your cells are taking in the goodness of life, not so quick to see what's going on, what's wrong. But yet I have to say, as a human being, our brain is more developed for protection to see what lurks out there as a threat to us. So for instance, a person who's naive goes, oh, looky there, that's a beautiful tree. Whereas the bigger part of the brain goes, looky there, there's a tree. I wonder what could be hiding behind it. (laughs) And some of us keep developing that, dominant side of the brain and we look at life more negatively and then that's where mm. when we look at politics and some of the things that we in- endure i would imagine wow. some people are getting through this covid 19 better they're navigating it better than other people I agree. and i blame it on 
what level of that strata of health you're living in. People who aren't very good at letting the good in have a rougher life than people who are better. People who then, we say, let the good in, let the bad out. Not all of us are very good at forgiving and forgetting and moving on with our life. Mm. And then keeping the good in, how well, even if you did something good for yourself, how well can you stay on the goodness of what you're already doing? But good habits fail all the time. Yeah, I, I, I mm. want to do more walking, so I walked yesterday. Did you walk today? No. Uh, no. <laughs> so how do you do to keep the good in? And then, of course, seems like we're all really peaked yeah. to go slow when we go by an accident. So oh, you want yeah. to take in the travesty with the devastation. Some of us would say, keep the bad out. Hell no. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking for the bad. Yeah. I'm looking for the, the skirmish. And for some reason, some of us are more curious about the negative, disastrous, cataclysmic side of life than we are for the gentle, quiet, peaceful, joyous aspect of saying, you know what, like, like there's a, something I say about me, and I got to say a cool no, laugh, and everybody who knows me laughs when I say this, because they know what I mean. When I say to myself from time to time, conversationally, I go, John, do you know what I like about me? And I, no, but I'm saying that to get to a point. Yeah. You know what, you know, that's the thing I really like about me, is that I always do this, or I never do that, or I try to do, I, I like the thought yeah. that I'm, I love some aspects of who I am. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. I love mm. certain attributes of other people. But when I'm seeing those attributes in other people and they can't see it for themselves, and then that leads them down. And then when they're in that cloud, they're in that darkness. And then that leads them open to then think more negatively and respond negatively when it comes to voting, mm. when it comes to making decisions on what food they eat or buying liquor again, right. watching five hours on TV instead of a half hour of TV yeah. and not getting out and walking, not telling somebody that they love, they love them. It's a sad deal, wow. but you can turn it around, score yourself first, and then be aware of the fact that you're going to score yourself at the end of the day and see if that, it improves. I, I'm sorry I'm, to... No, no, no. Guys, now you see why I, I had to have Dr. Um, David on the show. I'm sure my wife is, is, is jumping and cheering right now because a lot of the things you just said, she says, I mean, she, she says it to me on a daily basis about just who I am. And, Amen. and it's, 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 again, that's why when I heard it that day, it was like, <gasps> this is, it's, it's life. When you mentioned, should we talk about politics today, uh-huh. being that this is a politics show? Yeah. And I was saying, I, my position in politics is that I want to be like the Mr. Smith goes to Washington. <laughs> so to me, it's not partisan. Yeah. It's about, I love all people. Yeah. And what I, what's sad for me is to see people in the political ranks take sides, so much so that there's polarity. We forget that there are more important things that bring us together, that unify us, and that we are humans. We're brothers and sisters. Yeah. We... we we serve the same God, and we're in the, the, the most beautiful country that's ever existed. So to me, when it comes to politics, I find, uh, I find some of us getting in, in, indulging in, in the negative aspect of living on this planet rather than the yeah. positive. I'll save it. You'll I'll save, save it. it. You keep pointing to me, John, but I'll save it. Yeah, because, because that was a good segment, man. I, whew, I, got, I, I was getting, um, the reason why I didn't say anything, because I was, uh, you know, what do you call them, goosebumps? I was getting boost, goosebumps. Hey, coming up next, we're going to talk to uh, a good friend, somebody that's training my wife, Ken, Kenny Kenji, owner of KFIT in Manuka. You listen to the Black and Right. We'll be right back. This is Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. 
Welcome back to Black and Right on AM 560 The Answer. I am your host, live in studio, John Anthony, along with my guest co-host today, Dr. David Kobaba. Dr. David Kobaba, I mean, I felt like that was like a healing session for me. <laughs> and I'm sure that anybody that's listening in your car, you're watching on the Facebook live stream. If you're not, share it. Um, I'm sure they felt the same way. That felt like... That was amazing. But, George, you had something you wanted well, to say. Well, I was just going to ask, what about people who feed on negativity, like myself? And <laughs> and because of that tendency, here you say something like, I look for, like, the Mr. Smith goes to Washington. Immediately in my brain, I'm just like, you know, the, the machine is so entrenched. Just like in Chicago yeah. and Cook County and Illinois, it's entrenched in D.C. too. It's just part of both parties. It would be Mr. Smith gets Epstein. That's, there's no, you, you're not going to be even tolerated, never mind given any kind of power when you're bucking the system at this point. True. That's true. You, you I just wanted to that? insert some negativity to my, oh, my look, idiom. You should see his face like, yeah, okay, George. I, I, I understand what you're saying. He's used to me. No, no, I understand what, what you're saying because when we get patients into the clinic for the first time, their lives are driven and tossed and they're in dire straits and I don't mean the rock group, right. you know? And so, so they, they've already been given over to that, uh, to that side, the dark, darkness. So bringing somebody back is about a reeducation program and just one baby step at a time. Yeah. So it's not, it's not ignoring that you do have it. It's understanding that you do have that tendency you can and learn that, to live around it. Yeah, and, yeah. and in a way, and in a way there is a workaround. Wow. You know, I, I was, I, I was watching, I, I don't know if it was the news because I, I rarely watch. A lot of people say you you a Fox. News. I rarely ever watch Fox News. I watch CNN, MSNBC, and all that to figure out what they're saying, why they're saying it, why. And, and and it also helps me with the show come to an understanding why people think the way they think because of what they're feeding. They're in right. May I interject? Sure. I think that there's a church of Laodicea mm. in the, in the New Testament. It's a, a church that is, uh, it epitomizes, characterizes being a church of mediocrity. Uh-huh. It's neither yes. hot or cold. Yes. And, and God despises that. When I think about Fox more than I do the others, uh-huh. Fox is the one that's hard to put your finger on anymore. Yeah, it is. They, they're, they're not saying it is. what they're trying to do anymore. And I think they're the ones that are transitioning to a less distinctive place. Actually. I agree. I totally agree. Uh, but what I was watching, and, and, I, and, and I just heard this. I heard this. It's not just the closing of a stupid store. It's, it's the closing of a dream. Steve Walker, playing music with his son Mike, making the most of a difficult time, having to close his store, the Walker Music and Textile Company. This is who I am. People that know me know it is. Just, I can't tell you. He had to sh- close. He had to shutter his business. He's losing. His business, he has a guitar shop. Mm. I believe it was in Wisconsin, right? Was that Wisconsin where that was? Uh, I think or, so. Yeah, Wisconsin or, 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 or Michigan somewhere. And because of the draconian methods that these two, whichever one of those governors did, they had to close their shop. Hmm. So I, I, I wanted to bring on um, my friend Kenji, who owns a, uh, I, I don't want to call, I'll, I'll let him classify what he calls because my wife goes there to box. And I wanted to bring him on to talk about how he's dealing with his business being shuttered. Kenji, welcome to Black and Right, buddy. Hey, how are you? I'm doing well. So you, you, when, when this is over um, and you're, you've, you're back open, I promise you I'll be there. My wife already told me I have to be there, so I'll, I'm definitely going to be there. But talk to, my, talk, talk to us. 
What's Perfect. happening? How are how is this how is this shutdown affecting KFIT in Manuka? Okay, well, first of all, my boxing gym is not like a fighting boxing gym. Correct. Although I, I've trained, I, I trained professional fighters and actors and actresses. That's what I did in LA for the last ten years. Now, when I moved here five years ago, I decided to to, to open up a gym, but I did it to help Parkinson's people. I run a program called Rock City Boxing. So most of my people were over the age. Our biggest, we had about 50 of those boxers, and most of those people wow. uh, were over the age of seven, 60, 70, you know, about 80. And, and this really helped us. I mean, this was a big deal. We had, we had, we had uh, six classes a week for them, and I really worked them out. Uh, my father-in-law has Parkinson's. That's why I, I started doing this. I'm a certified rock, rock steady boxing, and I started training them like how I train them. Uh, trained fighters, like with the mobility, with the balance and everything. And it really, it helps them because they get depressed because all the medications they are on. It really helps, it helps people get off medication. And this is, it, it, I mean, it, it, it killed it. Wow. Done. I mean, they're, they're scared. First of all, a lot of them are scared to even come yeah. out. I mean, who knows if they're going to come back. Yeah. Second of all, I mean, the rest of my business, because what I do is like, I, I, I train mostly just, just normal people like your wife uh-huh. and I train and I do a lot of privates like with, with men like your age or my age, like I'm, I'm 51. So um, I train them how to box. I get them in shape. I don't use big weights. We don't have a lot of, I don't use machines. I don't, we don't have like uh, bikes and, and treadmills and stuff and you don't get on that. So my gym is clean. You can't even wear outside shoes. Yeah. So you can go to a Walmart, you can go to Target, you can get on a bus, you can get on a train, you can get on a plane, but you can't work out. You can eat health food. I mean, this is, this is like, I mean, I haven't got a paycheck in three months. Wow, so, and and the, and the PPP, <sighs> like yeah, we we bank with a small a small bank. We we reply on the very first day for an SBA loan. We got nothing. We don't even get a call back. Nothing. Wow. We got one email. The PPP, they literally gave me twenty two hundred dollars. Okay, I haven't been paid in three months. Wow. That doesn't even cover our rent. So it, it's it. I know people are worse off than I am, and. And my heart goes out like that guy at that music store. I saw that. I saw all these other people. I talked to the people in the restaurants near me. I mean, the White Pine Resort, the lady at the White Pine Resort who now has to shut down something that's been in their family for what a century. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's it's amazing, doctor. Yeah, I. I got to say, it's at some point in time, to be alive and to be healthy. It's about getting back to what each of us know as a daily life. Now, be it most of us could probably improve our lives by saying, I need to maybe use this uh, COVID-19 as an opportunity to make a, a phase shift in my body, uh, as in maybe spend more time not only with my family, but spend more time with my body doing some of the activities that you're referring to here, you know, helping you know people become reacquainted with uh, coordination, um, <laughs> how to build stamina. I think that I really truly believe that as people lose uh, their health in little itty bitty pieces, they lose their ability to distinctively come to decisions that they need to make. And you know what? One of the interesting aspects of this whole, this whole COVID-19 was how I was amazed and I was actually uh, frustrated and disappointed to see how quickly our country shut down. Yeah. And, and how quickly yeah. people allowed it to shut down. Yes. Right, Kenji? Yeah. I mean, they just, like, no one, 
no one, like, even our local government who's supposed to protect us and live in our community are supposed to help us. I mean, in my zip code, we've had zero cases. Wow. Well, and and that's, that, that's the problem. And that's why I, I've, I've been saying from day one, I, I've, I've been lambasted, I've been ostracized, I've been called, I, I want Granny to die. But that's why. Because people are losing their livelihoods. This, this thing is just more than people dying. The, the after effects of what this will cause in our state and in our nation is going to be far greater than anything if we do not put a stop to it right now. I'm sorry, that's my story. And it comes down to uh, allowing us to, or you know, just electing honest people, right? Because yes. when this started, it was, okay, we're going to close down for two to three weeks. And then it was, well, we're going to extend it for two to three weeks. We've got to flatten the curve. Now we've got all this excess uh, yes. hospital capacity at McCormick Place and these reopened hospitals. And, okay, so now we don't really have to flatten the curve Correct. because we have the extra capacity. So we can get to work right. No, no, no. We need a vaccine hey, hey, in order to. The goalposts have moved so Come often. On. I've broken my ankle stepping in the hole where the goalpost used to be. <laughs> you, well, you, that means you broke it a couple of times because the holes yeah. are in a lot of different places. And, and I laugh when you say at one point you were near 300 pounds. I was. That's the neighborhood I live in. <laughs> Wow, but 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 Kenji, but this is the kind. This is the kind of. This is what I help though, and yeah. this is the good. Like the the people I have, I had Parkinson's people, eight year olds jumping rope. Man, they have that coordination back. Yeah, they got it back. They're they're all. This is going to hurt them worse. Yeah, than actual COVID. Like yeah. this is. This, I agree. The people that I help, I, I have people. Multiple people have lost a hundred pounds in my gym. Hey, hey, Kenji, and this is it. it's small. Kenji, yeah. So, what can do you have a website, Facebook, anything that people can, can yeah. reach out? Yeah, we're 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 on we're on Facebook. We're on KFit Manuka. Uh, we're on on uh, we're on. We have a website, KFitManuka dot com. We're all I'm all over. I'm on I'm on Instagram. We're on everything. Yeah, yeah hey, hey Kenji, so. when 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 the studio opens back up, I want to bring you in because I want to deal a little bit more with that Parkinson and boxing because I'm going to talk yeah. more with the doctor during the break about that too. But I, I really want to bring you on because I really think. What you've done with that is is just amazing. Fifty people, that's amazing. Thanks so much for joining Black and Right, Kenji. I really appreciate yep. you today. Yep. Uh, we'll be right back after the break. Back to Black and Right with John Anthony on AM five sixty. The answer. Welcome back, to Black and Right on AM five sixty. The answer. I am your host, John Anthony. Joining me live in studio is Dr. David Kobaba, who has been dropping nuggets of wisdom, knowledge, and just just overall goodness. I'm glad you finished that sentence. You know what? You really are trolling me today. Yeah. <laughs> you see this? Doctor, what? I don't get to see you as often. What is it about it? You came in and now he starts trolling me. What's going on? Is there, is there a, a nexus there? George is very talented. <laughs> oh, don't tell him that. I got, got, whoever, you know what? Doug, I mean, um, he didn't say that to you. He said Doug is very talented. Did you hear that? That's, that's a true <laughs> statement. Doug is very talented. An accomplished musician. Ah, uh, but you know, I mean, I, some of the best radio happens during the break, doesn't it? Yes. Some of the best radio happens during the break. Some of the conversations that you have, I've learned. You know, I'm like I said, I've only been doing this since August. But some of the best parts of the radio. That I've that I've seen and heard has been doing breaks when you you're interacting with you know guest co-hosts or mm-hmm. when when you know whenever um, uh, what's his name George is not here. You want to know why that is? <laughs> why? Honestly, you want to know? Why yeah, that I is? do. Because when people are in front of a microphone, they stop being conversational. Mm. Oh, right. It takes a long time to to wear off from that, oh. and it can mean sometimes you know I'll forget to enunciate my words. And yeah, 
I sound like a bumbling fool, yep. but uh, that's just reality. That's just that's that's a conversation. With so me. you you're saying that I, I I forget my words and sound like a bumbling fool? No, I was talking about myself. <laughs> you are so insecure. I am. This is just absurd. No. <laughs> Good grief, man. I'm not even you. on camera. I can't talk about insecurity. I despise you. Goodbye. You're fired. I love you, buddy. <laughs> so here. Um, but Dr. Kobaba, you know, we, we, we've talked about the science and everything. Um, you know, have you been paying attention to what Sweden's been doing or, uh, with the herd immunity? And- True. And uh, new numbers came out this week regarding deaths per 100,000. And uh, we've got uh, 30,000 for, um, I believe it was Sweden, 35 for Italy, um, 40 for France. The United States is 25. And as we all know, COVID's been the whipping boy for uh, many other diseases, which mm-hmm. have all plunged in death rates because we've decided instead of dying of, of uh, congestive heart failure, we'll just put it on the COVID list. Mm. So our number is pretty impressively low. But it is understood that to get a herd um uh, immunity, you have to have the exposure. Right. And you know what, back to one of the points you were making before, John, we got it. regarding uh, regarding the whole thought of when do we open up a state? When do we open up a, a business? Um, I have to say that years ago, people were dying because of, of, of a uh, Firestone tire issue. Remember? Yeah, I remember. And people who commute are more yeah. likely to be in car accidents than are killed commuting. And also, if you think about just even giving a prescriptive medication mm-hmm. kills thousands and thousands of people every year. Um, you, you look at chemotherapy, according to the UK, kills 62% of the people that it's trying to help, meaning that they don't die of the cancer, they die of the chemotherapy. You look at all of these risks that we take just living, I think somebody needs to crunch the numbers and yeah. decide when are we opening regardless. And, and you know as well as I do, if they decided to do a thematic a uh, tearjerk a story about all the families left behind due to a DWI, a, a yeah. person driving drunk. Oh, yeah. All of us would be crying, oh, yeah. and we'd all be more susceptible to the drama around this poor family who lost their four, you know, 14-year-old daughter who was Suicide. crossing the road. And in whatever subject, it just happens to be COVID right now. So while my heart goes out to those people, and we need to pray for those people who've had loss, I think still at the same time, on the other end of the equation, there are people losing their businesses, losing their lives, but they're going undocumented because we're not thematically looking at them. But suffice it to say, there are many of the diseases people would have died of, expired mm. of naturally, that now COVID is being blamed. And all right. of these other statistics are at rock bottom, which means those people that passed had those statistics had to be moved somewhere they were moved under the they were moved to under the column of covid-19 and 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 you know we got a we got a minute i listen to this and, you, and and doctor and tell me your thoughts about this i just want to be clear in terms of the definition of people dying of covid so the case definition is is very simplistic it means at the time of death um it was a COVID positive diagnosis. So that means that if you were in hospice and had already been given, you know, a few weeks to live, and then you also were found to have COVID, that would be counted as a COVID death. It means that if, um, technically, if even if you died of a clear alternate cause, but you had COVID at the same time, it's still listed as a COVID death. So um, everyone who's listed as a COVID death doesn't mean that that was the cause of the death, but... 
And that criteria is not being followed in other domains. Wow. They're misusing that criteria, John. And, and that's we'll, why we, we have should this. talk about that a little bit. Let's, let's talk about it yeah. in, in, the next, in the next segment. And that's why you see these numbers inflated. Right. And, and it has a monetary aspect to it as well. The USA Today article talked about the, the different levels of money that hospitals get based upon what's happening to the person who is COVID death or COVID related. Totally accurate. Ah, guys, listen to the Black and White on AM five sixty Astro. I'm your host, John Anthony. Follow me, Facebook and Twitter, J Anthony Speaks. We'll be right back. Back to Black and Right with John Anthony on AM five sixty. The answer. Welcome back to Black and Right on AM five sixty. The answer. I'm your host, John Anthony. Is that too loud for you, Doctor? <laughs> Joining me today, my guest co-host, Dr. David Kobaba. Kobala. Kobaba. Kobaba. Why did I get that wrong? He's from HealthQuest Radio, uh, heard here on AM560 The Answer every Saturday from 11 to 12. What's the number? Uh, the hotline number is 800-794-1855. Our website is healthquestradio.com. Yeah. Uh, b- b- before we continue with, because uh, you, you made a very good point during the break that I want to bring back and I want those who are listening to here. Uh, I'm going to take um, Jim from South Elgin. He was down at the um, Reopen Illinois rally at the Thompson Center. Jim, what's up, bud? Hi, thanks for calling Black and Right. It's always my pleasure. Yeah, it was uh, well attended. Uh, Amy Jacobson, Jacobson spoke there. Uh, quite a few people did. Tim Schneider gave a great speech. Uh, basically talked about how a lot of the stuff is just a way of, of trying to create uh, mail-in voting and all this other Democratic stew that they want to uh, put on top of the people and not having them be active and mingle together is another way to try to do that. How many people would you say were down there, um, Jim? I'd say about three to four hundred. It was pretty. Crowded. It was pretty well attended. A lot of people. I bought a sign. I got. You know, I was able to get a shoe shine. <laughs> All the shoe shine places were closed. This guy was walking around, so I got a nice shoe shine. Oh wow! You know, if, if, you, if you've been following the, the governor's press conferences, Amy Jacobson, um, she's from uh, Dan and Amy in the morning. I mean, she has been hitting hardcore with the questions. And, and they kind of, you know, they don't really answer what she's been, you know, some of the questions she's been asking. And it's just, it's just it really pisses me off. But, hey, Jim, thanks so much for calling, man. Uh, continue Thank to you. listen. I uh, appreciate your support. But, Doctor, you, you had a very good point you mm-hmm. were making about the, how they're counting the COVID deaths that you wanted to make. With regard to what uh, Dr. Zika was just talking about, here's the problem. They're not using the same criteria. In this country, we're not using the same criteria that they're using in every other country. Yeah. Like they're using a different, a different formula, and so they're getting a different result. Now, I know President Trump talks about us being the most tested of all countries. Yeah. So you would have to then see a jump up in some of the stats, because we're testing more. But do you know what we're finding, John? In the last few days, guess what? What's that? We're finding that even with the increased testing, the incidence of positive findings are dampening. They're lowering. So we're truly seeing more than just a flattening of the curve. Right. And I know that I hate to say there's been a carrot in front of us. Let's go the first few three weeks, like George was saying. Uh-huh. And we, we've got to get the respirators, don't you know? Uh-huh. And, and then we need to get the tests, don't yes. you know? Yes. Well, now we got the tests. We don't, I don't believe we need more testing. Right. I think what we need to do is make some decisions. And I think that due to this being a political yeah. issue now, and I think it's a worldwide political I issue, I think people who are not as, as clear on their decision-making capabilities mm-hmm. 
are floundering and wanting to find a, a, a source for why they're making the decisions they are. But when you look at it, even even with the testings, they're not breaking it out. Are the just because people are testing? Are they asymptomatic? Are 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 they are they being hospitalized? Are they on the ventilators? How many people have recovered? How many people? I mean, none of those numbers are really given to us, the people. And guess in the bulk of the stats coming from Chicago, yeah. where are the deaths occurring? Nursing We're talking homes. nursing homes. Nurse, half half of those reported cases are coming from the nursing homes. You know, I I had somebody that that that, that called me. Um, somebody that I won't say their name, but they're, they're, they're black from Chicago. And they said, you know, what's breaking my heart, they're, they're, they're a leader in Chicago, I should say. And they said, what's breaking my heart about what's happening in the nursing homes is that, you know, a lot of these places where these parties have, that, that have taken place on the west side and south side of Chicago, most of those people are the CNAs and the L, is mm. it LPNs that yeah. work at these nursing homes. So they they most of them have been right. asymptomatic. This is what this is what I was advised of, that they're asymptomatic, carrying the virus back to their job, infecting the people that are in the nursing home. I mean, right. yeah, it's, what do you, how do you work with that? And my, my deal here, too, it's not to be political, so it's not to take sides. Yeah. It's not to be against the governing you know, powers that be. It, to me, what should reign over everybody and adjudicating and deciding on anything should be common sense. I do not see that. I do not see the prevalence of common sense when making these decisions and determinations. And because of that, a lot of wafflings going on. People are dying needlessly. And also businesses are dying needlessly as well. Suicides are up. Domestic calls from police. The service. Go and and FOIA calls for service from, from a lot of these different policing agencies. I mean, it's a lot to deal with family. It's a lot to deal with people losing their lives. I mean, it's, it's, it's just, the spike is going on. To go on the positive side of things, because that's where I the like. The negative. <laughs> <laughs> I think that if we can uh, trust ourselves yeah. and trust the ability that's God-given, that you have decision-making abilities, maybe be skewed by your you know, failure of being healthy as you could, so mm-hmm. you wander mentally and maybe you make, make uh, mistakes. But I want us to, again, reconvene in the thought of saying we have the ability of making decisions for ourselves personally and our family. And in spite of or in light of the news and how the news is handling or not handling. And so I would say you are responsible for the life, the one life you live. Yeah. And and, and shut off the the, the television, too, right? Yes. (laughs) Kind of no. Let the good in. Let the bad out. Keep the good in. Keep the bad out. See how I brought that full circle? See, I'm learning this radio thing. That's good radio. (laughs) Um, George, you know, George has been a very good mentor for me, so I'm learning this radio thing, George, right? I I like that you reflect negatively on me. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, I thought negatively because you said, you know, you're attracted to the negative. Oh, no, I said reflect negatively. No, you, uh, yeah, you know, I've tried to to keep you as cynical as possible. Because you are actually a, a, a genuine optimist. I am. Made so by your life experience. That too. And I was also a member of Optimist International, uh, the Oswego Optimist International Club in Oswego for many, many years. So optimism is something that I try to live, but, you know, life sometimes brings the bad. <laughs> you have to learn to adapt to it. Yeah. Uh, you're listening to Black and White on AM560 The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony. We'll be right back. We now return to Black and Right on AM560, The Answer. Here's John Anthony. Welcome back to Black and Right on AM560, The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony. Joined by my guest co-host today, Dr. David Kobala. 
Why well, keep saying? Walk. Well, I'm tired now. You're good. <laughs> I feel like I'm. I've, I feel like I've been going through I'm a just twelve round supercut reel of you screwing up his name today. It's gonna be awesome. Settle down. I'm gonna start using the Liberty Hour. Run, 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 run. I don't, I don't run. Look at me. <laughs> Doctor, you need to talk to him about moving, moving, right? He knows why I don't run. We've had conversations <laughs> about my knees. <laughs> but, you know, uh, I just, just read on social media uh, from Representative John Cabello's page that uh, Governor Priscilla and the IDPH want to make a Class A misdemeanor if you violate this order. Oh, God, help us. Help us, God. But, Dr. Kobaba, thank you so much for joining Oh, my pleasure. Show. My pleasure. Um, I, I really would like for you to end this on a positive note, and then I'll close us out because I really believe okay. what you've brought here today. Uh, I've, I've tried to you know reel you in in politics, but you wouldn't let you <laughs> you, you weren't having it. But that's okay. Um, but what's the message for people? Think about it from a two way street. Let's picture we give you two choices. Somebody, just think of a person in your life. Don't tell me. Think of one person, and I'm going to give you two choices. You can, be ex, ex, you can be in fear for them, John, or you can be excited about them. Now, let's say you're both at the same time, but it's a ratio. You get a total of 100 points, and one is higher than the other. cannot be 50-50. So picture that person now that let's say you are more excited about them than you are in fear for them. Mm-hmm. So you say that 60 40, I'm more excited about my sister than I am in fear for, which represents 40. Mm-hmm. Then I have to say reverse that. And if I ask somebody who knew you and say, where's John in your life as you interpret his life with respect to those two variables, you are in fear for John or you're excited about John. Wow. And what we want, we want to get to the point that people are more 80 excited for John and David in, in 20 fear for, and the responsibility of getting ourselves healthy, not only has to do with ourselves, but it has to do with how other people are excited for us and be synergistic in that excitement to get this place open and get on with our lives or picture that person in your life, that someone is 80, 20 more in fear for you and what you're doing in your life mm. and 20% excited. So the responsibility of getting healthy has to do with ourselves, but then all the trickle effect of what it has on our family and friends. Wow. Isn't that neat though? Think about that. Yeah. Yeah. And, 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 and as you were saying that, I, I, I all I heard was my wife's voice <laughs> well, and we can change it. That's the whole thing. We can change it. Yeah. That's amazing. That, that really is amazing. It's, it's wow. You, you, you've, you've stumped me. How much, how much of health is really tied directly to your surrounding, your physical surrounding? It is. It so, is environment. You, you got it. So if you're, you sitting, it. if you're sitting in an isolation cell in the dark, you're going to be mentally wrecked in a certain amount of time, right? Physically, if, you may be. If, if, you're in a new, uh, if you're in a new scenery every 10 minutes, you're also going to be mentally wrecked yeah. at some point. There, there's some place in the middle where you get a functional middle. True. Yeah. True. One, one last question. You have 30 seconds to answer. Vaccinations. Vaccinations. Uh, with COVID. Uh, with COVID, there is none. I don't believe there will be one. They'll, they'll, they'll cart it out and everyone will get it. But just like the flu shots, they're always late. And they're, very, they're not effective. That's the problem. They're always going to be late. 17 months, it'll be 17 months late. It won't, yeah. be, it won't line up with the virus. Yeah. And, but President Trump on yesterday said, basically gave us an out that it's not going to be a force, man, um, uh, it's not going to be mandated for everybody. 
That's good news. Yes. That is good news, great news. Dr. David Kobala. Kobaba. <laughs> Shut up, George. Kobaba. Nobody puts baby in a corner. <laughs> Thanks so much for joining hey, us today. Thanks for having me, John. Uh, it's, been an, uh, it's been really eye-opening and heart-opening. Uh, I want to thank Ken, uh, Kenji from KFIT for joining us, um, Echo County Watchdogs. Hey, guys, just never forget, it's okay to disagree. It's okay if you look like me and you're black. It's okay to be black and right. See you next week.